0: What's up? Hey. Welcome back to Blue's Library Podcast. I'm Ashley and I'm joined by Jacob. Hi, babe. What up, bitches? This special guest. Lexi's Wi-Fi is cutting out. God. I can see now. We're supposed to run a profitable <laughs> We're good now. can't even <laughs> It's
1: not my fault. I'm trying to connect to... We have two fucking routers in this house and I've tried to connect to both.
0: God, rich and broke. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm Ashley. I'm joined by my lovely co-host Lexi. Hello. And I guess my boyfriend and my cat. There are here Hello right Jacob now, and but... Dumpling. <laughs> oh, Dumpling's paw. He's four now. He just turned four.
1: Oh. My cats are old as fuck we've already had them for eight years and we got both of them when they were two okay today we're talking about
0: a book that we just read
1: (laughs) for the second time maybe ashley's third time i don't know i don't keep track
0: of the book she reads (laughs) i think this is my second time because i didn't reread when the second one came out
1: this is my uh second time yeah I was like, did I end up rereading this first? So-? Okay. Anyway, we are talking about *Kingdom of the Wicked* by Carrie Maniscalco. I oh, I butchered that so bad, and I'm so sorry. Um. Anyways, great book. Uh. Spoiler and trigger warnings. Ashley and I are fully caught up in this series. Obviously, not with the last book because it hasn't come out yet. But trigger warning: there is gore, violence, blood depiction, self harm to get blood for spells. Loss of a loved one, grief depiction, murder, death, brief mention of unwanted touching, and magical compulsion. If any of that bugs you, might want to join us on a lighter book, although I feel like all of our books, at least recently, have quite a bit of like, trigger warnings. So- <laughs> yeah, I feel
0: like we're like a uh, dark romance to rom-com, but like not a normal rom-com. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, here soon, we will get some lighter books after the end of, okay, starting next year, we will start with some lighter books.
0: (laughs) I I thought you were talking about before Zodiac Zodiac Academy.
1: (laughs) It's like, no, okay, we're gonna, it's like, unfortunately, you're gonna have to suffer
0: through Zodiac Academy with us, but. (laughs) Tragic, okay, so, let's hit the synopsis. I just want to make a blanket statement that at some point during this book everything just starts to happen and I don't know what happens before what so it's all just kind of thrown in there as a like uh, oh this happened and this happened so I sorry. feel like shit started to hit the fan
1: in chapter 4 mainly like when shit started like going just up and up and then crazy shit started happening and then it's like well it <laughs> actually even tried to ask me like at this point I don't even know so if it's in the wrong order it's in the wrong
0: order at least it's all in there <laughs> Amelia and Victoria are twin witches, twitches, from Italy, where they work at their family restaurant. It's called Sea and Vine. Amelia is the sensible one with dreams of expanding the family restaurant, while Victoria is more outgoing and outspoken. Since they were little, they've had these cornicello necklaces, and every full moon, they have to cast charms and enchantments for protection. They're told by their nonna, Nona, my bad, to take off their cornicellos and to to never take off their cornicellos and never let them touch. When they were eight, Vittoria was curious and took off her cornicello for the first and only time that we know of and hands it to Amelia. There's a flash of light, then Vittoria takes her cornicello back. After this moment, Vittoria is able to see an aura of sorts around people when she holds her cornicello and this aura tells her if someone is a human or a witch, or as we later find out, a demon. (laughs) Um, Amelia doesn't tell Vittoria about this development which becomes par for the course between the twins over the next 10 years. When we resume the story, Amelia has a crush on a priest. His name is Antonio and he brings dinner and she brings dinner from the restaurant to the monastery once a week. Nona is having ominous dreams and she wants Amelia and Vittoria to be back before dark. Amelia and Vittoria brush this off because Nona has been crying that the sky is falling for years. One night, Vittoria doesn't show up to the restaurant to help, and when Amelia asks her where she was, she tells Amelia that she was meeting with the devil and that she's going to marry him. Amelia brushes this off because Vittoria often tells outlandish lies when she doesn't want to answer a question. The next night, Amelia takes dinner to the monastery with Antonio's help, and when they're preparing food, they hear a noise. Amelia goes to see what it is and finds a female dead body with her heart ripped out and a shadowed figure above her that has his her blood on his hands and was tasting it amelia grabs her cornicello and sees a black aura which hasn't happened before and she immediately knows that it's a demon the demon is surprised by amelia and drops his dagger that he had in his hand while he's leaving amelia grabs the dagger before she realizes that the dead body is her twin sister victoria time skipped to a month later and the whole de carlo family is grieving victoria Um, Amelia wants to know who killed her sister, so she looks under the floorboard where Vittoria kept her diary, and she finds unfamiliar grimoire sheets with a summoning spell, as well as a diary spelled shut with dark magic and a couple other things. Amelia decides to summon a demon to figure out who Vittoria had summoned, so she goes to a cave one night to perform the spell. She uses the dagger that the man hovering over Vittoria dropped because it has gold in it and gold is necessary for the summoning. She (laughs) ends up summoning Wrath, who was the man hovering over Vittoria. But Wrath isn't a man. He is one of the seven demon brothers that rule hell. Amelia is hella mad. So is Wrath. And he asks what Latin she used to summon him. And she tells him. He goes white. And then changes the subject, offering her a blood contract in exchange for her letting him go she declines. Um, he only has to stay in the summoning circle for three days because of the magic, during which time Amelia keeps following Leeds to figure out what happened to Vittoria, and then she'll come back and talk to Wrath, and then she'll go out again. During this time, she also meets Envy and Greed. She is able to outsmart them and leaves both times. But when she meets with Greed, she learns that Victoria's cornicello is being guarded by the, a Viperidae under the monastery, and that the princes of hell will not go after it. After coming home after meeting with Greed, she's talking to Nona in the kitchen when an invisible assassin puts a knife to Nona's throat and slices. Amelia calls for help, and her mother and father come and help get Nona stable, using a magical band-aid to help her heal. Amelia is upset and feels like this is all her fault, and when she goes to visit Wrath, she asks him what someone would do to defeat a Viperidai. He doesn't want to tell her, but he does, and she goes to get the Cornicello. She puts the Viperidae to sleep, but just like Fluffy, in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, it wakes up and attacks Amelia. (laughs) She's able to get out with the Cornicellos, but she collapses due to the Viparadai's poison and is saved by Wrath. He helps her heal with magic, after which they decide to team up and figure out what happened to Vittoria and the other witches that have been dying. Wrath is the messenger of sorts that has to bring Pride's bride from Earth to Hell for them to marry because there is a curse that was put on him and pride can't leave hell until a witch sits on the throne beside him but all of the witches that are okay with this deal end up dead and that's why vittoria was killed they talk to the messenger that is telling wrath which witch to speak to next and he's been selling the same information to somebody else but they don't know who because they're wearing a hood wrath ends up staying in an abandoned castle and amelia moves in to help make their investigating easier at one point amelia is chased by an umbra demon a lesser demon that acts as a soldier for whoever summoned it or sent it wrath kills it before it can hurt amelia they see where they ended up and it's next to a little storage room that has a fennel stock on it and she doesn't know why but it's familiar they look inside don't find anything weird and go back uh to the palace they have a little discussion where she gets back um And she goes back to her house to get her things. The room Vittoria and Amelia shared is torn apart, but the rest of the house is pristine. Whoever broke in took all of Vittoria's things, including the diary and the grimoire sheets. Amelia is really sad and doubles down in her efforts to find out what happened. When they get the name of the next witch bride, they find out it's someone Amelia knows, so they go to warn them, and they find the body of the witch. Amelia is now more upset, and Buddy tells them that they need to get a move on with the nuptials. (laughs) Turns out that the Latin Amelia used when summoning Wrath betrothed them to one another. <laughs> Amelia is mad that he didn't tell her. Um, I don't know when this ends up happening, but they end up making out. Um, they stop and Amelia is mad, which is kind of a theme throughout all of this. Pretty she much. ends up meeting Lust. She hella wants Wrath, but Wrath knows that it's Lust's influence. So he stops her from embarrassing herself. Lust gets mad at her and takes away all of the good feelings that she had. She ends up in a depression for a couple weeks uh, when Wrath is annoyed of it. He dumps her in the bath and they decide to get a move on with the investigation. Amelia goes home and she finds her friend who tried to scry but is now rambling and saying crazy stuff. She asks Antonio to take her friend back to Amelia's house. When she gets back to who? Amelia's house, Envy is there and he says that if Amelia doesn't give both of the horns of Hades to Envy by tomorrow, he'll kill her whole family. Amelia goes to the market and sees the father of the boy Vittoria is dating. She asks him questions, and then she sees a tattoo on his arm of a paw print with a fennel stock, and she asks if he's a shapeshifter, because that's their symbol. And he's like, bruh, don't say so loud. And then they go off to the side, and he tells her that Vittoria convinced Greed to strike a deal with him, that if the shapeshifters fight on the side of the demons when the war when a war comes, then he'll forgive all of his debts. But the shifters haven't been able to shift in almost 20 years, so he agreed, thinking that there wouldn't be a problem. Well, his son can shift. So now his son is at the monastery, trying to pray for forgiveness for his father every day. Um, I think that sounds boring, but whatever. Amelia is like, whoa, okay, and goes back to the room that she saw the fennel stock on, pulls on a hook that she feels is magical, and opens a secret tunnel. Secret tunnel! Okay, She finds it and (laughs) finds she follows it and finds envy somehow has both cornicellos at one point wrath gets disemboweled and he dies and then she finds the book which is like the first book of spells um and it's the book that all the pages that Victoria had came from she finds out that antonio was the one killing witches and amelia ends up going to hell to be pride's new wife don't ask me how it all happens just know that it does pretty much the end
1: <laughs> <laughs> The theme for the first book <laughs> Like, it's weird because, like, you understand it all while you're either listening or reading it, but then, like, having to go back through and explain it, it doesn't make
0: sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. No, I totally agree. <laughs> okay, Lexi, what did you do with your makeup today? So, one eye, I did the
1: or the silver, the gold snake on Wrath's arm, the tattoo that he has. Then on the other eye, because I get, I get purple vibes from um amelia like hella purple vibes i don't know why maybe it said something in there that made me think i don't know but anyway then i tried i was originally going to try and make like a wing and then on either side of the wing do that as beloved so as above so below saying that that are that's throughout this book that didn't work it's just a line and then there's as above so below that's it and it looks
0: beautiful well, i love you. it i love yours okay That's well so i spent a lot of time on mine um so i did my take on their shared tattoo so on my forehead i have the two crescent moons and then i have a snake coming down from like my hairline and crossing over the bridge of my nose and then on the outsides of that i have like flowers and a rose and all of that i decided for colors um Because at the very beginning, she says that it's gold, and then it transitions to purple. So I did gold on one side and purple on the other. And then I feel like you couldn't tell that um, the snakes were there. So I put, like, black little tongues, but now it just looks like there was, like, black little lines on my cheek. (laughs) And I was like, it's too late. I give up.
1: (laughs) It looks so good. This is—I know we already did like our top tens, but this is my favorite look you've done so far. I really, really love it.
0: Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I tr- I worked really hard on it. It took me like an hour to just it do shows, the It looks fucking. So it looks so good. I'm just- so. We'll hit these discussion questions. What did you think of Amelia? And did you think she changed during this story? Okay, so the
1: first time I read the book. Amelia, I didn't really like her, and I was like, "Well, why did Victoria have to die? I liked her. But then as we went on, I was like, no, okay, I really, really like Amelia, and I went into this book already loving Amelia, so. Yeah. Just, I guess, it changed for the better. I mean, there were things that, like, really irritated me with her, like her like resistance to literally everything (laughs) i agree (laughs) and i was like lady you we already discovered that you feel this way or that you like this or that you agree with this and just because wrath is saying it you're now going no i was like
0: you're fucking pissing me off but for the most part i really liked her (laughs) i agree at the beginning i was kind of like oh my god It's the boring twin. You know what I mean. Like (laughs) it's like really. And then as it went on, and like she became more empowered to be like to embrace the Victoria side of herself. Mm -hmm. Um, I liked her as that went on. I it ticked me off, and I don't know why. But every time she was around one of the princes, she was astonished that she felt whatever their feeling was. (laughs) Like she was (laughs) like, she's like, I'm so angry because she's around wrath all the time right and then she's like i just want everything when she's around envy and greed and it's like my dude like how are you not catching on (laughs) she didn't give herself enough credit either with like how smart
1: she was or like how like she was able to like with the magic or whatever i feel like she really like made herself not quite as great by not believing in herself like she was so much fucking smarter than she like ever ever gave herself oh yeah
0: from. i absolutely and it, so, agree. like
1: it really that also
0: really irritated me with her i feel and like it almost felt like i don't believe in myself because i want other people to believe in me you know what mm-hmm. i mean
1: yeah so even that though that sad. wasn't the case right yeah. it made me sad though because i was like girl you got this you got this just believe in yourself
0: i know like i was just on a pharmacy rotation right and like he would ask a question and somebody would like answer tentatively and he was like listen answer with confidence and like you're 10 times better you know what i mean and so like that's why i'm like just do it with confidence like
1: exactly
0: be wrong with confidence
1: exactly less people will question you if you're wrong with
0: confidence (laughs) exactly look at who our previous president was come on okay (laughs) What did you think of Wrath? I love Wrath. Okay, listen. I love me a dark tattooed bad boy. Okay. And like it's so funny because like I say that and like look at my boyfriend, like this man. He, he looks he looks like the definition of just like the perfect good boy, mama's boy. Just like listen okay guys my boyfriend has curly blonde hair he's tall this man doesn't have a tattoo on his body like and i'm sitting over here like tall dark and tattooed please (laughs) tragic okay no but i love my boyfriend anyway um (laughs) so i love wrath um he keeps a lot of secrets though um Which, I mean, I guess we can kind of get into, but, like, I don't like the miscommunication trope, and so I feel like a lot of this is, like, him being like, well, is Amelia gonna be more mad at me than normal? Or, like, what? You know what I mean? Right. If you don't know already, if
1: you've not listened to our very first episode ever, just go back and listen to that.
0: Daddy (laughs) Wrath. Exactly. It's literally the name of the episode. Wrath. Wrath. (laughs) Wrath. Yep, I much. still think that's the funniest thing. Yeah, like I'm sitting over here <laughs> answering your question and you're like Oh, what was it? Who was it?
1: There was like a weird connection fail on that so I couldn't hear you and then all of a sudden I just hear Wrath in my ear once and I was like Oh yeah, Wrath!
0: <laughs> oh, it cracked me up. Um, but God, Wrath is bomb and I'm excited to see what happens with him in this next book. You know, because we found out that he's actually the devil.
1: I know. I do you remember? Okay, so I already said we were like obviously we read this so there's gonna be spoils for the second book. So if you haven't read it yet, this is a warning for the next, obviously too late for Ashley's (laughs) But there was like there was like a part where I was I remember her doing like some vow or whatever, and she said out loud something about the devil, and you could just see like I remember Wrath's eyes just got wide like oh fuck. I know. <laughs> and and then, like when like, it got
0: like, to the part when he, like um she introduces him to Antonio or whatever, and she's like this is my friend Samael and like later we find out that's his name. Like are you fucking kidding? <laughs> See, she's so much smarter than she gives herself credit for. I know. Like, come on, queen. Wear your crown with pride. Exactly. Get it? Pride? Yeah. Pride. <laughs> that was a yeah. good one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do you have anything else to say about Wrath? No, I just love Wrath. He's it's the just best. just my favorite. Yeah. Um, did I show you the candle that I just... The cancer candle has Wrath on it. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I have mine somewhere.
1: I didn't pay that much. Attention Mine's in to the it. other room, in one of the bookish boxes that I got. I got they had like a print, and it has wrath on it. So when I put my daddy um, hanging bookshelves up, I'm gonna put that yeah. one next to it. So yeah, and I there's all it. at Spirit Halloween. There's all this like stuff. This might also be why I did the purple in my makeup look because me and went to Spirit Halloween, and there's all this as above so below, um, <gasps> decorations that's all purple. It's all fucking purple. So I might get a like a candle that says that or there was like a little like uh like a spell book which I also thought about getting for the bookshelf. So, Do yes. it. We'll see, we'll it. see what Buy happens it. with my
0: Well, I we'll see what happens with my savings. <laughs> okay. Um okay. So, why do you think Amelia and Vittoria developed their special gifts after their cornicellos touched after their eighth birthday?
1: Uh, because the cornicellos touched,
0: <laughs> but why? I think some of it might
1: be, like, the magic of the Cornicellos themselves.
0: Do you think the magic of the Cornicellos is, like, dark magic or light magic or just magic? I feel like it's just magic. I feel like that's the easy answer.
1: But see, here's <laughs> where I get so many hard things. Like, it's so hard for me to read books where there's, like, witches and stuff because it's, like, oh, there's... The dark magic then there's the good magic and it's like why can't it just be magic
0: i feel that why why does having
1: why does bringing someone back to life that you love
0: have to be so bad i know grief sucks dick okay yeah like come on now um okay so I don't know where I'm going with this theory. This is like a half-baked theory, okay? Maybe that will be the title of this episode: "Is Half-Baked, half-baked Theory." Like, okay, so Amelia can see things, right? And Victoria can hear things. And so you know the saying that's like, "Hear no evil, see no evil, speak no," e-, or "Hear no evil, speak no evil, see no evil," or whatever it is.
1: Yeah, you said that really fast and it came out of your mouth really weird. But yes,
0: I understand what you're saying. (laughs) I'm following along. (laughs) Okay. Like, I was like, is this something to do with that? You know, because like technically, you can, like, she could hear the first spell book, you know what I mean? And like, all of those sounds that she heard when she had Victoria's Cornicello and like, all of that. And so like, in my brain, I was like, but where does Speak No Evil come in? Because, like... Maybe in the third book. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, that's why it's half-baked. It's because it doesn't fully make sense. Um, I, f- I follow along with what you're... I, I see what you're saying. I get it. That was, like, the thought that I had. And then I was like, but that doesn't make sense, Ashley. So, if you have the answer, kindly tell I mean, me. <laughs> it, it makes sense. Because, I mean, we don't have the third book yet true
1: so when the third book comes out maybe you know or maybe it's somewhat like that and the speak no evil isn't gonna be or isn't if it's
0: already in there isn't quite as obvious that's true because i feel like these two were pretty obvious
1: maybe it's in like even the second book so when we do our reread maybe we'll
0: yeah maybe we'll catch it on then but i like where you went with that i like that thanks i tried really hard um <laughs> <laughs> okay your turn who did you think the murderer was okay listen I did not see it coming that it was Antonio I okay listen I, th- I think I have a really bad habit of like getting caught up in what the writer wants me to get caught up in <laughs> yes. because I was like it's definitely not witch hunters it's definitely not a human it's totally a demon and then it was like psych bitch it's Antonio and like I was like Damn it. (laughs) Like, I was like, the only reason I didn't like Antonio was because I was like, I want Amelia to be with Wrath. And I was like, the only reason I didn't like him was because he wasn't the love interest I wanted. In what world would he have actually become the love interest, though? Okay, guys, we're reading Saint and Priest and Sinner and stuff next year. And, like, that's the world I'm thinking of. Like,. (laughs) <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, or what was the Tate James book, the Undercover Sinners or something like that? Oh yeah. Anyway, that one was a good one. That one was a good one, and they're undercover priests, bitch. Oh my god! Wait,
1: the when does the third one of that one come out?
0: I don't know. Let me look.
1: Well, let's let's discuss this later. Um, what <laughs> the book we're actually talking about, that. Um. I, so I got this book, and there's another book that I read. I can't remember if it's one that we, like, discussed on here or something or that we read together, but there's a book where something similar, not exactly like this, but it's kind of similar in the sense where she's got to go... Oh, wait, no, I know exactly what book I'm talking about, and I can't say anything about that in detail because um, we haven't gotten to a point where I can spoil anything yet. Um... <laughs> But I thought that it was going to be, like, one of the demons working underneath one of the um, princes, or one of the
0: demon princes. Like and so one of the ombre I... demons or something?
1: Yeah, so I got really confused, and then I was like, even the second time reading this, I was like, what? Antonio killed her? What? <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused, because I totally <laughs> forgot. Because I got it mixed up with another book. <laughs> You're trash. <laughs>
0: this reminds me of when you told me why you don't read two books at the same time, because like you're bound to get them mixed up.
1: Exactly. Like, I will be like, why the fuck are these demons playing hockey right now?
0: I'm like, I'm over here and I'm like, I'm reading three books right now. Um, cool. Although I can
1: for like, this is the funny thing. So I've been um, during for our rereads for, from blood and ash. I've been listening to the audio, but from, for blood and ash, but then I'm reading other books. And that for some reason, don't get it twisted. But if I'm actually physically reading,
0: can't do it. That is really, it's probably because you're like um, occipital and auditory, like the differences between them and like the memory you, and stuff. It's you your brain. You used a
1: word I don't um, know what it means, so. Your eyes <laughs> you and your ears
0: connect to different spots in your brain gotcha. so you can keep them separate. There you go. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Well, we've discovered I also probably have ADHD and we never really figured that out. So that's also probably why I can't really do multiple things at once.
0: Dude, club.
1: so distracted. We're in a club here. So, you know, reading two books at once, my brain is just, no. Said Doesn't... no thanks.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. This one is probably going to be the hardest question of the day. You can only pick your top three princes of hell, and they have to be in order. Okay. Give them to me. So one is obviously Wrath, duh. Obviously.
1: Um, two, I'm trying to remember, because I don't remember the other ones that we met in the second book.
0: So if- we met Pride, we met Gluttony.
1: I can't remember the interactions with them.
0: Well, just give me your best guess. As of where we are right now in this
1: book. As of where we are right now in this book, lust would be number
0: two and envy would be number three. Number three is the one that murdered your sister or that you suspected of murdering your sister. I don't remember the rest of them. You said right
1: now where we are in this book. We've only met three.
0: No, we've met wrath. We've met lust. We've met greed. We've met envy.
1: Oh, we met greed. Oh, fuck envy. Then greed would be number three. I was
0: like bro I forgot
1: about greed because greed's so like he doesn't make very many entrances in this book so I forgot but no greed would be number three lust would be number two wrath would be number one
0: okay um I'm gonna go with wrath is number one um lust is number two because I'm a whore and um number three can I say sloth even though we didn't meet him fuck yeah I'm a lazy son of a bitch, so <laughs> that's what I'm gonna go with.
1: We have number one and number two the same for both of us.
0: <laughs> I know it's like we're like the same on some level. It's weird. <laughs> what did you think of Nana? I loved Nana. Um, at the like, I was like, this is gonna be the character, like the Cassandra character, and like, I don't know if you're like all up with your mythology, but basically Cassandra was cursed and she's a seer so she can see the future but she was cursed so that nobody believes her (laughs) so she like says all of these things are going to happen and everyone's like it's just cassandra you know like (laughs) kind of like (laughs) elaine kind of like (laughs) elaine yes pretty much it's just elaine being (laughs) elaine what are you talking about a bird we you out in the garden <laughs> what okay <laughs> um,
1: sometimes i feel bad for how much hate elaine gets then others i'm like she doesn't character. do anything
0: when she becomes an actual character i will not shit on elaine anymore <laughs> but that is not the case just feel um, bad because
1: she did like she didn't do anything in general but she didn't do anything bad <laughs> <laughs> but that's the point. She didn't do
0: anything in general. Like
1: come on, man. I know, I know. Like, um so
0: I had I had a love-hate relationship. I loved Nana at the end though, Listen. did you? When um, she like went all badass, which. So I loved that part,
1: but this is where I'm saying like I have a love-hate relationship with her because she was a badass. But the pro- my problem is is where her two granddaughters are basically supposed to save the world and she doesn't tell them fucking shit i agree and that pissed me off because i was like how the fuck like first of all you can't tell two eight-year-olds not to fucking do something without explaining to them why they can't do it or they're just gonna
0: fucking do it like of course they're cornicellos touch of course they put them (laughs) together like what the fuck did you expect and like, even if you explain what's gonna happen, sometimes they'll still do it. Like- yeah, but then it was also like, maybe
1: had she explained it to them, then maybe Victoria wouldn't be dead. Maybe uh, or Amelia? Why did I almost say Elaine? Amelia wouldn't be on her way to go fucking marry some demon prince. I mean, granted, I don't, I don't care because I love Wrath. And let's be honest, she's not going to marry anybody else. I If that happens in the third book, if she does end up with anybody else, I'm going to be fucking lit. I will
0: riot. I, I will, will burn cancel the, the recording of this episode, of that episode, and I will say no. I'm sorry we're yeah. not discussing it.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll just cut it off and do something different. But, like, I just, I don't know. I, I loved her, but then I also really did not like her because she wasn't, like, she didn't, tr- it was almost like she didn't trust them
0: enough hmm that's almost what it felt like i agree and it's like at some on some level you have to trust them because this is all up to them yeah
1: like you can't expect somebody to go save the world and not tell them why or
0: what is expected of them that just exactly. doesn't work all right so i've heard this book called a cookbook with a plot what do you think of that oh because of all the cooking yes
1: you know what, though? Some good-ass recipes from what the characters say, so... I
0: know! I was like, you know what? If somebody came out with, like, a fucking cookbook from this book, I would cry. And oh I would God. bake everything.
1: I'm gonna like... do it now. I'm gonna go through it and I'm gonna find the fucking recipes and I'm gonna do it. Go for it. Oh, this is me! <laughs> what do you think happens next? And did you catch any good foreshadowing?
0: next as in cause like it's been a minute it's been a full year since I've read this second book so um I only remember bits and pieces of it but obviously she's in hell obviously she stays with wrath and we find out wrath is actually the devil um I remember the first time I read this book I was like what the fuck is going to happen now <laughs> like <laughs> what <laughs> so honestly I have no idea and as far as foreshadowing um not really
1: <laughs> after the second book I don't remember because that was a while ago too for me so I don't remember much of that plus it's all getting mixed in my head with other books so I'm not even gonna try <laughs> but from like <laughs> but the first time I read this I just remembered I was like something's not quite right with Wrath like she'll say things or something will happen and I just I don't think and then like He's there was something honest. else honest There was something else that made me believe that like pride wasn't actually the devil either i didn't know who it was but something i was like there i had like this gut feeling i was like pride's not the devil there's no way
0: what i didn't like about this book right and it goes on like to be fixed but because humans associate pride like being prideful with a devil trait Mm -hmm. that that's why she calls pride the devil yeah and so that's why she's always referring to pride as the devil and he just doesn't correct her that's what i noticed that i didn't notice the first time around is like i was like he never actually says pride is the one that's in charge
1: yeah plus wouldn't you expect the demon prince of war to be yeah because like you have to be so
0: strategic you know
1: yeah yeah
0: i don't know i i feel that
1: i'm excited i'm so fucking excited for the third one though
0: me too. so excited i already okay. have it pre-ordered <laughs> me too <laughs> I pre-ordered for how long <laughs> i feel um okay lexi what did you what are you currently reading slash watching
1: i have this weird thing that i don't need because i've already been through some weird shit where things are starting to go this way and then luckily i think i managed to like somehow at least as far as i know it out of it for some reason i really like stalker things fuck you man a little (laughs) a little bit problematic but (laughs) so i've been listening to a lot of like um stalker podcast things like there's a specific podcast for like stalker cases where they have the victims come on and talk about it terrifying um then i got on this thing where i was like i need a stalker book oh my god And I'm reading a second one, and then I have another one in my lineup. Um, Yeah, I've got fucking problems. And then, like, this all started because I watched this video on TikTok where this girl was talking about um, haunting Adeline. And I was like, oh, my God, I love that book. I loved it so much. I need more stalkers in my life. Not realizing that it was going to turn into podcasts and shows and stuff. Uh, Then, last night, I watched Love in the Villa. (laughs) That was a pretty cute movie for anybody who knows it's um cat graham who pay or who plays bonnie in vampire diaries yeah love cat graham so i loved that that movie that was a good movie um i also watched victoria's secret angels and demons it's interesting love it's really interesting actually a lot a lot of shit and i'm not even gonna try and like figure out how it happens but then i read good girls never rise um which is the first book and then second book Bad Boys Never Fall by SJ Silvis. Um a lot of shit happened in that one and I don't remember it. Uh this one I'm going to have a problem saying this for f- whatever goddamn reason. Ashley, what's the name of the Requiem. next one? Requiem. See, I for some reason my mouth doesn't want to move like that. Uh that book is by Callie Hart. That one so fucking good and about uh, I want to say twenty five percent of the way through, I caught onto the plot twist. Oh, and the plot twist, all I gotta say is kind of heartbreaking. Oh, to then like go through the rest of it.
0: Um, I don't know. Um, so it I I hate that it. word, requiem, and this is gonna be like a total like what the fuck, Ashley, but it, to me it sounds like rectum. <laughs> like I can't. <laughs> I can't listen. Like, I can't hear it without giggling. So, do you know what this
1: word means? No. Okay, let me read the Does read it mean something definition. to do with your butt? No. Let me read <laughs> you the, the definition. Because I had to look up the definition. Because And then it made sense. I was like, oh. A mass for the repose of the souls of the dead. So, Or, like, a musical composition setting parts of a record mass or of a similar character an act or token of resemblance or of remembrance <laughs> like resemblance what so an act or a token so it's of like re- a eulogy
0: kind of yeah or like any form of a eulogy
1: yeah so that but, like it was so written. good um there i mean it was really really good i really enjoyed it Um, It was just it was a lot after the book got through to where you figured out or what where the author basically handed you on a silver platter what the plot twist was. Mm -hmm. Um, But so then I read this is the stalker book, (laughs) read Crawl by Audrey Rush. Uh, Basically, and this is all in the synopsis of the book. So he kills the boss that she's supposed to go work for, but he's been stalking her. This one was pretty good. It was a little crazy, but it was really good. I liked it. And then I read this one. Ashley and I are going to just mention something after I say. So then I read Anesthetic by C.M. Radcliffe. It was really good up until a certain point for me. I liked it a lot. And I was planning on reading the series until they were... The first time they're fucking... She calls him baby boy. And my problem with this was... One, it came out of nowhere. Like... Like... So then, like, at first, I was like, oh, maybe she's, like, mocking him, like, with the way she said it and the things that she had said. She's mocking him.
0: <laughs> no! Every time they had sex after that, and she called
1: him baby boy. And then there was one... There's, I, I was going to count how many times she said that. And then... But um, out of all the times she said it, there was only one time where they weren't fucking that she said it. And then the ending of it, I was like, you're a stupid bitch. She
0: was a stupid bitch. <laughs> She goes from calling him baby boy to fucking him over. Like come on now. But like I was so uncomfortable with the whole baby boy thing,
1: I could not finish. Oh yes. I I put it down. I finished the book because I was almost at the end and I thought it was a one I thought this was the only one in the series with this couple. I was wrong. Had I known, I would have just DNF'd the whole thing because it was a waste of my time.
0: But that one phrase made me so uncomfortable, I could not finish it. So, guys, Lexi texted me and was like, bro, I'm going to pull up the message right now. She goes, she sends me this big, long message. And basically, the only part that I got was... She calls him Baby Boy, and it makes me want to barf every time I read it. LOL.
1: <laughs> and like I
0: was like, what did I just read? And she goes, what do you mean? I said, Baby Boy. That's a DNF for me. <laughs> like... I think the fuck not. Yeah. I was like, okay, Baby Girl and Baby Boy, very different. What well, so you, you picture fucking... What's his name? Agent Morgan Masi from man. Criminal Minds. Um, I picture. Mal- <laughs> <laughs> you <trash. laughs> No, I picture Morgan from Criminal Minds. And he's like this really sexy man. And he's like, baby girl. And like, yeah. <laughs> baby boy makes me think of a mother that's holding her child for the first time. Like, fuck you. No. So. Throughout the book, he called her
1: baby girl, right? And that, like, I was like, okay, so then when she first called him baby boy, I thought maybe, like, somehow, you know, she Teasing. thought he was cute or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, okay, whatever. One time, no big deal. But then it happened again. But, like, the part that really made me uncomfortable, because I would have been fine if it was, like, maybe, like, a uh, making fun of him, but it was only during the sex. And that's what made me so uncomfortable. I was like, this makes me feel like, like you're like- imagining a literal little boy yeah While you're fucking this dude
0: no kink shaming also, but like no thank you
1: also the author doesn't i guess in some states it could be the law could be different but like where i live if you're 18 and you, you can date a 17 year
0: old yeah the romeo and juliet and it, laws
1: yeah and it's like it's not like it's horrible so it's like so i was like the the author does the author know the laws because there was blackmail with an eight there between like the 18 year old and a 17 year old and i was like there's what wait this Nothing's woman is happen. 18 and
0: calling him no,
1: no, no, no she's 17 he was 18 but she was like two months away from being 18 i do not like
0: this i also just feel really weird thinking about 17 year olds in sexual situations and it makes me feel gross yeah Moving on from that book. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Stuff that I read and watched. It is Holy fuck. a <laughs> list. <laughs> this is a long one. Okay. So, I watched Victoria's Secret Angels and Demons, just like Lexi. It was so good. I was hooked. Like, I, all of this shit that I didn't know was connected was connected, and it was really cool. Um, next, I started House of the Dragon. I think there's only, like, two episodes out already three i think i can't remember there's a couple episodes out um it's really good it's the game of thrones prequel and it um you never watched game of thrones no i started it but i never
1: got to finish it because me and my ex broke up and they were all his dvds you watched
0: dvds
1: that's because that's what he had already bought oh and we weren't we just watched it on hbo we had already we were paying so much in bills that we were like yeah fuck that we're not paying anything else so he had already had the dvd somebody had given them to him for
0: christmas or whatever so we were watching them
1: and then okay well you need to watch them because it's really
0: good um also that it ends horribly but house of the dragons really cool um then i started never have i ever Ooh, it was really good I mean, it's, like, teenagers, so, like, that's kind of rough. I mostly just watch it when I'm eating and I need some sounds in the background. (laughs) Next, I read The Kiss Quotient by Helen Huang. Uh, That one was really cute. I love me some fake dating. And also, I love me, like, the autism representation and challenging, like, your thoughts about autism. I did my thesis on um, autism, so I think it's really interesting.
1: I've had two best friends so far since i've lived here who's who have had autistic brothers can i just say really quick those two were the sweetest people i've ever met in my entire life oh yeah they were so fucking smart and like everything i'm i need to read always i need to it's it's
0: super good i loved it um then i read two books of the ruthless game series so sweet retribution and sweet salvation by Rose.
1: Is that the one that I had read that was in All Together and that thing on Kindle Unlimited? I think so. That we talked about last time?
0: We. It might be. So
1: looks, I'm going to look
0: this up. Because I finish. finished that one. Hold on. Let me look.
1: Because you were reading each
0: individual book no, and I read the whole one. box one. Um. Yeah.
1: No, Ruthless um, Games by Callie Rose. No,
0: yeah. Those were the ba- the last two. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Okay. Next, I read Fake It Till You Break It by Megan Brandy. Saw this one on TikTok. It was really cute. It's fake dating as well. I love Megan Brandy's books. Me too. Um, Then I read Winter Ward by Cassie Mint. Winter Ward was Age Gap, um, Dad's Best Friend. It's also like 80 pages long, so it's really short. Um, Then I read Start a War by L. Thorpe. And then I got really deep down the L. Thorpe hole um, and read every single one of her reverse harems because I've already... Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> I already read um, the St. View Penitentiary or St. View Sinners, I think is what it's called. Um, but Ooh. that one is really good. That one's also reverse harem. Uh, but I read Start a War and Half the Battle. And then the third one just came out and I'm reading it. Those are... Saint, those are both Saint View psychos. Then I read the entirety of the Saint View High series. This one's high school, which was rough, but it was cool. I liked it. Um, then I read *Lunatic* by Only James because that motherfucker came out a couple days ago, and I am a whore for Only James. Um, then <laughs> I read *Love on the Brain* by Allie Hazelwood. And that one is Enemies to Lovers. And it's also... Like, this is the same girl that wrote Love Hypothesis. So it's very much, like, women in STEM. Um, It was really cute. It was really good. It brings up a a lot of really great issues and brings them, like, kind of to an audience that wouldn't generally be aware of them. And so I really liked it. But those are the books and stuff I read. I,
1: I I was... I don't know I get nervous like if I really really like a book by an author sometimes I get nervous to read another one by that author because sometimes they're just they don't live up to the same like
0: yeah so this one I'll have to read it this one had a fucking plot twist I did not see coming and I'm an idiot because I totally should have seen it coming but um (laughs) it was really good it's got like NASA and like engineers and stuff like that and also like neuroscience which was really cool um okay I decided to read this one because I think I've brought it up on here. Um I did not like The Love Hypothesis and I think the reason is because it was the first book that I read right after my dad died on the plane to home. So like that was why I was like I need to give her another chance and it went very well. I really liked it. Yeah. That's the only reason I
1: don't hate you for not liking The Love Hypothesis. <laughs>
0: Maybe I'll it's reread it at favorites. some point. Also, I can't unsee yeah. the Renlo fanfiction. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> also, in Love on the Brain, she's got pierced titties.
1: I feel like that's painful.
0: It's not. I, Ugh. I didn't think I it was. I
1: not do that. I can't. No. No. Okay. My nipples just hurt thinking about it.
0: <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> It keeps your nipples perpetually hard, though, so that's nice. Oh, no, okay, let's move on before. (laughs) Jacob says it tastes like you have car keys in your mouth. (laughs) No joke. That's what he said. Like, I was like, did you like them one way or the other? Because I don't have them anymore. And he was like, I mean, I didn't really like having car key tastes in my mouth. So, like... (laughs) just say metal why did I say car key I don't know bro oh that's so funny all alright y'all thanks for coming with us on this half baked as fuck (laughs) episode oh Um, my god okay if you guys want to see our book looks that are honestly amazing this time um like they aren't amazing every time wow I'm a dick um and you can hit us <laughs> up on social media. Um TikTok is blues.library, Instagram is blues.library and blues.library podcast. We are in the slow emphasis on slow process. I have had such bad such bad problems with
1: health but i just You're can't okay. i'm sorry um, it'll be coming i
0: promise we're slowly moving over to just blues dot library so hit us up there we're about to just do a dump on the instagram <laughs> so it's all there <laughs> like listen we were talking about it for like months it's done um also if you want to see our website you can find everything there um it's blues-library.com also if Woo! you would be so kind as to rate and review we love all of our listeners and um it helps us meet more book friends yes also
1: make sure to follow us as well uh we hope here soon to have something fun to like actually make it a fun community oh make yes a fun little book community um so keep an eye out for Call that it where bitches talk
0: <laughs> our, our catchphrase on our website yes <laughs> thanks Caitlin <laughs> love you boo Okay. Um, what book are we doing next week Lexi
1: we are going to be going with Crown of Gilded Bones by Jennifer L. Armantrout it is book 3 in the Blood and Ash series
0: um, we're stoked God, big book. so much <laughs> happens so much um, but okay y'all have a great week Wear condoms. Don't drink and drive. Be smart. Oh, my God.
1: Speaking of don't drink and drive, I had to pick my parents up from a double date last night because they were drinking, and my mom introduced me to the people they were with and my dad and her. (laughs) If you're introducing yourself to your kids, people, don't drive.
0: (laughs) You're like, Mom, I came out of you.
1: (laughs) I I was like, Mom, it's time for you to get in the car. (laughs) Let's go. I love it then I was driving in the lines I was going under the speed limit because I hate driving because I, I drove her car because I'm not gonna try and stick two people in a two-door vehicle with me driving so i driving her car and I'm not used to it so I'm going under the speed
0: limit she goes you're swerving I'm like no I'm in the lines <laughs> I'm not swerving mom that's you <laughs> yeah. she's in the back seat rocking from side to side you're swerving <laughs> My dad was talking like he hadn't had any
1: alcohol at all. It was just the funniest thing ever. Anyway, don't drink a drive.
0: <laughs> Wear your seatbelts. <laughs> uh be smart out there. Laugh. laugh. <laughs> yes, laugh. Make friends. We're getting into the um time of year when SAD starts to come back. So if you wanna hit us up, yeah. feel free we're always Absolutely. up for a laugh and we also you know have mental health problems so <laughs> a- tell your family and your friends you love them always don't forget that please um
1: clean your room i don't know <laughs> why are you yelling vacuum. at them to
0: clean their i need to vacuum <laughs> my fucking vacuum cat, up your bro
1: <laughs> dude i vacuumed five times in my room over and over and over again and there's still dog
0: hair Dude, everywhere. My cat has like his cardboard thing, and he just eats it to shit. And like, there's like cardboard pieces <laughs> all over the ground. And it's like, okay, dumpling, chill. Okay. Do your laundry. Do all your right. dishes. I think we're. Good to Do your chores, people. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.